0: Hello and welcome to Unapologetic with me, Robin McNeil, Identity Coach and Mentor for Coaches. This is the podcast for the entrepreneurs with the complex mind as we pick apart the intricacies of running a successful business. Enjoy conversations with incredible guests from around the world. And of course, you'll get to hear my inner bitch firsthand as I dive headfirst into the topics we often shy away from. Ready to be unapologetic? Let's go. So it took me a really long time to try and figure out well, like, why, why does this happen to me? When I got my first 10K month, I think I spent it all within that month because I was like, oh, now I've got the money. Now I can invest here and I can hire somebody for that and I can do all these things. Instead of taking that step back and thinking, okay, I've made this now. How can I better manage this money? How can I better utilize this money? And how can I prepare for these larger months in the future? Hello and welcome to Unapologetic. I am so excited to be here today. I know it has been a couple weeks since you've had a solo episode for me, but I have a topic that is front of mind for a lot of my clients, and that is money. Now, of course, I mean, we could sit here for days or weeks or months and talk about money. I mean, there are entire podcasts and businesses devoted to money and money mindset. Um, But I have one topic in particular that I know is a problem for the high achiever. And that's when you find yourself in the cycle of spending every dollar you earn. Now, there are so, so many reasons why we might spend every dollar we earn, and a lot of them are recent, if you will, and I'll, I'll explain this more in, <laughs> in more depth in a minute, but we're not going to touch on those today. We're not going to touch on I spend because I have fears around how to manage money or I spend because I had, you know, um, when we had money when we were growing up, we would then spend it because it was a rarity. Those are factors. But there is one factor in particular for women that I don't think that we really dig into and talk about enough. And that is generationally held beliefs and trauma around money. So in the fall of 2022, I was building a wealth workshop. And I brought my idea to my coaching supervision group. I wanted to make sure that I was covering particular aspects of wealth and money mindset and that I wasn't forgetting anything. And my supervisor, Chris Shepard, who is incredible. Shout out to you, Chris, if you're listening. If you guys don't know who she is, check her out. I'll tag in the notes below. Um, But she said to me, money has the face of your mother. And success has the face of your father. Oh, did that hit me like a ton of bricks. And it has been an interesting journey in my mind about success and money. And I want to talk more about the money aspect right now more than anything. Money has the face of your mother. So if my ideas and beliefs around money... If how I see money has the face of my mother, then it must be from her mother and her mother before her and her mother before her. And all of a sudden, we can see a generational sequencing of how the, uh, well, <laughs> I, think, I guess I was going to say the McNeils, the, but the Beatons, but no, the Dysons. But anyways, all of these women throughout these many years have passed on this belief and that my my curse, if you will, of I've got money, now I can go spend it and I should go spend it has actually been built over generations. And it's not just what I saw as a child. It wasn't just the fact that my mom would say to me, you know, be successful, go to university, um, be independent, and make sure that you can make your own money so you never have to depend on a man. That was a message that she sent to me over and over again when I was growing up. And I really appreciated that message and I still appreciate it. Um, will I give my daughter that same message? No. I'm changing the way that my daughter sees money. I want her to see money in a different way than I did. I am breaking this generational chain. But that was a response that was passed on likely through generations and generations of what I consider really strong women. um, My grandmother was incredibly stubborn. She was incredibly opinionated um, and an incredibly smart woman. She spent most of her life raising kids and I'm sure that she had a similar message to my mother. Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. I don't. I don't actually know. I should ask her. <laughs> But here are women that in, if we had had society built in another way, would have potentially gone to college, gone to university, um, become somebody different than who they became. Instead, you know, even as little as 50 years ago, there were gender roles where men would make the money. They are the breadwinners of the family and women would go and spend it. You've heard these little tales of like, oh, you know, my money or my wife, she spends all the money that I bring in. Ha ha ha. If I give her more allowance, she just goes and spends it. Right. And we as women have actually internalized that message. We continue to perpetuate that message, even as successful business owners, as successful CEOs. When we go and we perpetuate the cycle of hustle, bring in the money and then go spend it all. We are unconsciously perpetuating this message that women have no business holding on to money. They have no business holding on to money. They will only go and spend it. It's really hard, I think, for us as women to figure out our role with money when we don't have support for that. Because if even man, I think 20 years ago even. I'm thinking back to a time when it felt like the investment industry is male-dominated. I mean, it's still male-dominated. Let's not beat around the bush. It still feels like a male-dominated industry. It feels very masculine in how you go about investing. um, And it doesn't feel as accessible, to us as women and i think that women are doing a really great job of making it more accessible we're starting to see more coaches and investment coaches and um, investment advisors that can really shape what that looks like for women but it's a work in progress and so we are still in this moment where we're trying to figure out how we can be both feminine And masculine um, in this very, very masculine-dominated world around money. And yet, we are taking this feminine approach to it, where we are taking the messages of our mothers, of our grandmothers, of our great-grandmothers. And we are continuing to allow for these generational change to go unbroken, And this is, this is really my message for you today is let's start to break apart these beliefs. Let's, let's stop this cycle of getting money and spending it. Let's take a deeper look and a deeper reflection into why we do that because some of us don't even know why. This was my problem. I didn't even know why. It's not like my mom was an overspender as my dad is cheap as hell. (laughs) So it was never like, oh, we had money and we just went and spent it all. We didn't, I think for a while we lived, you know, paycheck to paycheck when my dad had his own business. But once he actually got picked up by a bigger company to go and work for them, you know, we lived a good life. So it took me a really long time to try and figure out, well, like, why why does this happen to me? When I got my first 10K month, I think I spent it all within that month because I was like, oh, now I've got the money. Now I can invest here and I can hire somebody for that and I can do all these things. Instead of taking that step back and thinking, okay, I've made this now. How can I better manage this money? How can I better utilize this money? And how can I prepare for these larger months in the future? And so it took me a really long time to try and figure out, well, like, why why does this happen to me? When I got my first 10K month, I think I spent it all within that month because I was like, oh, now I've got the money. Now I can invest here and I can hire somebody for that and I can do all these things. Instead of taking that step back and thinking, okay, I've made this now, how can I better manage this money? How can I better utilize this money? And how can I prepare for these larger months in the future? And I started to actually incorporate profit margins into my business more. I wanted to make sure that before I went and invested, that I was still maintaining a profit margin between 30 and 50 percent. And that's, by the way, over and above my salary to myself. But I was taking a very small salary. And I continue to take a small salary out of my business, but this year I am going to be growing that salary and it's going to have an effect on my profit margin. And because of that, as I see money coming in, the money isn't gonna go and disappear out the door right away because I have a purpose for money. I have a purpose for that money and it is not to, once I have it, to decide how I'm going to spend it. I've already made decisions on how I'm going to spend my money, and I've already started using percentages of what I bring in to help filter into those pots. So if I want to invest, for example, if I want to invest in a coach or a program or any sort of personal development, I have a budget for it now, and that is 10% of my overall revenues that's what I'm allowing my no I think it's actually a little more than 10% because I was like wait (laughs) this doesn't make sense um I think I allowed for 15% actually and that allows me that to put money aside every single time that I put money in so if I get a thousand dollars from a client I can put 15% away right away And I've got a separate account where I just push it into, and that's my investment account. This is where I invest in coaches, mentors, programs, um, and what have you. The benefit of this, too, is that I am not spending on something that I can't afford. And I've been caught like that before, again, because we get these messages out there in the online space that, you know, um, you, you have to take risks and I and I do believe in taking risks by the way but you have to take a risk and you've got to go and you've got to hire this person and the money will just magically come back to you within the month because you've made moves and if you've made the moves and you're energetically behind it then you're going to get that money back woohoo right um More often than not, that doesn't happen. Or if it does happen, it's because you were doing a whole lot of things that were already in motion (laughs) before you signed up for that coach and mentor, and you were probably going to get it anyway. You have to take the action that is going to get you that money. And then I think a lot of people feel like, oh, well, I've just energetically made this shift, so I'm going to get that money because that's what you're told to believe. Anyways, I'm, I'm on a bit of a rant here, I'm on a bit of a tangent, but this is how this all plays together with, okay, I've I've got more money or I've hit a next income goal, I can go and spend 10 times more on the next coach and the next mentor that I want to work with. And this is where, again, as high achievers, because we are looking for that support, we're looking to be challenged, we are looking for more information, we can find ourselves in a situation where as soon as we're making that money, we're often we're spending it on the next big name in coaching or mentorship. When you implement something as simple as a savings account for investing and putting a particular amount aside to cover it, You start to shift the narrative in your head about what you need and when you need it. And all of a sudden, this cycle that you've been in of hustle, make money, and spend changes completely. And I found that, my clients have found that. It changes completely because when money comes in, we have... I want to say less of an emotional attachment, but more of an appreciation for it coming in. We have some gratitude for it because money does give us access. It gives us access as women. Money gives us safety. It gives us security as women. And I think back to this, you know, the phrase that my mom told me about you never have to rely on a man. Having money, you know, this is what she was telling me basically. Having money gives you access. It gives you safety. It gives you security. It gives you that independence that you can take care of yourself and you are never, never going to be caught in a situation where you're dependent on somebody else. Money gives us those things. But when we go and we spend it on everything, we create a dependence. And now for the women who are listening who, yeah, you are the sole provider but um, or the breadwinner and you're still going and overspending on your coach or mentor, you are becoming dependent on them too. You are just shifting that dependence. I am going to shift my dependence. I'm going to pay you to help me, but I am relying on you to help me instead of us relying on ourselves to help ourselves. <sighs> Big Topic, guys. (laughs) Big topic. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope that there was something that you can take away from this. And if anything else, I just hope you think a little bit deeper about how you are spending your money, how you are saving your money, and how you're viewing money in general. Now, if you want to go deeper into your money mindset, I highly, highly recommend that you head to the show notes and you go and purchase my pricing for profit mini course. Within that mini course, you will have access to my money mindset module. So this is where you can dig deeper into your money beliefs. You will also have a module on ethical pricing because this is a huge topic. It's top of mind for a lot of entrepreneurs. And then you also get two modules on, on the numbers. So one is understanding your numbers. It is making sure that you aren't just willy-nilly pricing your products, but you actually understand what your business needs to make in order to survive. And then the next module is actually pricing for profit and how can you price, price your offers so that you are starting to become profitable. So we have that break even, and then we've got the profit. If you are interested in this course, it is only $97. You can find the link down below in the show notes, and you can start to take more control over your money and your money mindset. You've been listening to Unapologetic. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share it with others or leave a rating and review. Your reviews help more women to find this podcast so they too can be unapologetic in life and in business.